Quiet, please. Quiet, please. Virtual Broadcasting System presents Quiet, Please, which is written and directed by Willis Cooper and which features Ernest Chappell. Quiet, Please, for tonight is called 13 and 8. I don't remember when was the first time I seen him, I don't think. Uh, when was the fire at the Harbor Hotel last August, wasn't it? When the fellow jumped out of the window, lit on the streetcar, got carried three blocks in his nightshirt? Yeah, last August. I guess that was the first time. I've seen him a lot of times since then. Well, I never thought much about it the first time. Uh, me and this kid, Buzz, we was covering the fire. You know how it is when the hotel gets on a fire in the middle of the night. It could be. It could be a big story. You could get a shot of a guy doing a swan dive off the 20th story and get one of them prizes. Only the Harbor Hotel is only three stories high, and this guy landed on a streetcar, and all he got was a fractured clavicle, wherever that is. When I get the picture, only no pride. I'll tell you about it, see? There's about 12, 15 photographs there from different papers, and a lot of reporters and cops and firemen and things. Too many of the bubblegum kids with their box cameras getting in everybody's way, and once in a while getting stood on their heads in the gutter by working stiffs like me. And all of a sudden, this buzz, he hollers, hey, look at the guy in the window. And I look, and so does everybody else. And everybody has got his camera aimed at the guy. And this citizen steps right in front of me. Well, you know what is a lens louse? We get them all the time there. Citizens, they want to crawl into a picture a news photographer's making, and so they get their pussies in the paper. And they're by the millions, brother, by the millions. So we got a kind of yell we yell sometimes when we see a lens louse lousing up a picture to warn off the other guys, see? We holler 13 and 8. Then everybody is onto his guard, see, and the Lenslaus ain't got a prayer. So I holler 13 and 8. And all the other photographers, they look around, and just then the fella jumps out the window, and I am the only guy looking, and I bang the shutter. Well, I figure the Lenslaus is right in the middle of the picture. He was Googling into my lens. But maybe I also got the fella jumping off from the wind into the background, and we could route out the lens louse and just have a shot of the guy flying through the air with a great sense of ease. Well, up runs Biggie Wallenstein from the press, and Ari Parks, and Lee Nittinger, all hollering and waving their cameras because they missed the picture on account of I hollered 13 and 8. And I said, listen, I'm just trying to be a nice guy and a comrade. I missed the picture too, don't I? And they say, there wasn't nobody. And I say, what do you mean, you adjective? And they say... There wasn't nobody, and I was just trying to draw him off the picture. I say there was, too. There was a guy, wasn't there, Buzz? And this Buzz, he... He looks kind of funny, and he says, sure there was. And then this Piggy Wallenstein, he says, that this was the old days we take the plate away from you and bust it. I say, well, it's film, and you can't bust film. And then I say, and besides, this is the new days, and you lay off, and maybe I'll take your face and bust it. Then they swore at me, and well, the fire was out. So, Buzz and me, we went back to the office. Mm-hmm. 
you go in the dark room, and I cook the film. And sure enough, I got a sensational shot of the guy skimming out of the window. And there ain't no sign of the fellow I seen in front of me, the lens lost. So I say, hey, Buzz, that's funny. Buzz says, listen, Rocco, he says, listen, you know there wasn't nobody there. And he laughs and says, hey, that was a pretty cute trick. Drawing off them other fellas like that, Rocco. So what am I, crazy or something? I say there was a guy there. Or else I wouldn't have hollered 13 and 8. And I got a $15 bonus check. Yeah, but just the same, I'll holler 13 and 8 again if I see a fella Googling into my land. times I've seen a guy. Do you ever know how it is you see a guy and you don't see him? And he looks like somebody you know. Or maybe it's because you see him every once in a while and you get to recognize him like. Well, that's with this guy. I only get to see him, see, looking through the wire thing on my camera with one eye and I got nearsightedness in that eye a little bit. But up he pops right in front of the mayor one day while he is saying welcome to some ambassadors or something in his plug hat. And it's very quiet, and I holler out, 13 and 8! Then the mayor jumps, and his plug hat falls off. Then I shoot, just as him and one of the ambassadors bumps their heads together, reaching for it. And, oh boy, I have got another $15 bonus. <laughs> On the kind of we don't like the mayor, see? <laughs> and at the next guild meeting, Biggie Wallenstein, he prefers up charges against me. He says Brother Rocco Carcioli is guilty of conduct unbecoming. And if Buzz didn't testify for me, I'd be, be thrown out of the guild or something. All I'm doing is trying to be a good guy. Yeah. Well, now I'll tell you about the third time. The time I got the raise. This fellow, this uh, big-time Charlie with the pinball machines, uh, you see, he was bit by the dust. No, they had put the finger on him, but big, and the judge says how he's to spend the next 40 years making little ones out of big ones or whatever they do down at Joliet. So it's the day when they're going to shove him in the car and take him down Highway 66 to Joliet and stuff him in the pokey. All the papers that got the guys around to make the farewell shots of the takeoff. He's been in the big can out on California Avenue. We're standing around outside waiting for the party to come out. This here Biggie Wallenstein is standing alongside me. You're going to have a 13 and 8 on it this time, Rocco. I'm going to shove your camera down your throat. Yeah, you and who else? Me and the rest of these guys. I'm not kidding, too. Well, listen, Biggie, I don't holler unless I see somebody. you never seen anybody the last two times. I did, too. I'm only trying to do you a favor. <laughs> you should do me favors. I'm just warning you. Heads up, they're coming. You keep your nose clean now, Rocco. Ah, go shoot your pitches. Uh, hey, Chief. Hey, hey, Chief, how about it? All right, boys. Make it pass now. Uh, uh, pull up your hat a little bit, Chief. Okay. Yeah. Hold it. Ah. Uh, one more, one more. Uh, have him take his hat off, Chief. Take off your hat, Dan. How's that? Uh, okay. Hold it. Hold it. Uh, you got all the names? Uh, sure, we got the names. Uh, we shoot one while you get in the car, huh? Okay. Come on, Dan. And then I see this here character again, this Lancelot. Oh, God, I say to myself that. That fellow looks familiar to me. I, I move around so he ain't in front of me. Yeah, but he moves, too. 
and they're just getting in the car, and somebody else is stepping up close to this big shot. And I yell out, 13 and 8! Hey, That's how I got the only shot of this big shot blowing a hole through the chief of police with a gun that somebody slipped. And you know what? Biggie Wallenstein, if it hadn't have been for his camera, Biggie Wallenstein would have got his head blowed right off. Only he was holding up the camera to his face and all that done is ruin the box and all the other shots he made. Yeah, this Ben Claus was standing right in front of me. But he wasn't in the picture when I developed it. There wasn't nobody but the big shot with his gun and the chief of police standing there with a dumb look on his hand and a, and a hole in his chest you could choke a horse with it. And I get a scoop. And a raise. I want to tell you about this kid, Buzz, I was telling you about. We worked together quite a lot. You see, he is fresh out from college, where he was a G.I. Bill after the war, and Steve Trumbull is the city editor, and he hires Buzz. Well, uh, we're getting kind of famous, see, uh, on account of scoops I'm getting. And, of course, Buzz is with me, so he's, he's kind of in on it, too, and, and I figure maybe he's good luck. Besides, he's smart. He was the guy, for instance, that named the streetcar. You know, uh, the killer car. You know, the car that bumped the old lady at Lake Park in 49th. Then it run away from the motorman member, hit the automobile with them kids from the university the very next week. Yeah. It was Buzz that thought that up. How'd you think it up, Buzz? I didn't think it took any special genius to think that one up, Rocco. Oh, yeah. Sure it did. Anybody'd think of it. I wouldn't have. Well... You're a photographer. I wish I could think of things. You're doing all right with your pictures, Rock. Oh, sure, yeah. Only then... one thing, though, Rock. Huh? One of these days, you're going to wake up with a busted nose. You'll whine whole while. Nah, not me. I mean that 13 and 8 stuff. What about it? Well, it's been a great gag. One of these days, you're going to pull it once too often. Some of your valued colleagues will put the arm on you. Well, listen, I ain't kidding, Buzz. You're not kidding me. No, there is a guy. You mean this is the same guy? Come on. You know it's a gag. Well, no, it ain't. I pretty near can recognize him. Well, how come I've never seen him? Ain't you seen him? You said you did. I'm your pal, Rocco. Listen, Buzz, cross my heart. I hope you die. There is a guy. Yeah. I'm telling you, he follows me around. Little man with a green coat. No, no green coat. But he's a real guy. Well, how come he never appears in any of those pictures? Well, you got me. Don't kid me, Rocco. I wouldn't kid the other guys either if I were you. I think they're getting tired of it. I tell you, I ain't kidding nobody, Buzz. Okay. Okay, Rock. But don't come to me for sympathy when they gang up on you. They ain't gonna gang up on anybody. <laughs> Thank you.
Hello. Uh, hello, Mr. Tumble. Uh, no, sir, I was just going in the dark room to develop it. Yes, sir, I sure do need a new camera. Hey, it's right here, what's left of it. Oh, no, I got the holder out and the film's all right, uh, I think. Uh, I think I got a good shot. Sure. Oh, sure. Well, I never seen you hit me, but I think I know who it was. Biggie Wallenstein. Yeah, sure, from behind me. And I'm pretty sure it was Ori Parks on the star that jumped on my camera. No, I was laying down. Well, I just seen footprints going up and down on my camera right in front of my nose. Yes, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Nothing. Why, sure, that was kind of a reflection. A reflection like automatic. I seen this fellow, he stepped in front of me. An automatic, I say 13 and 8. And boom, I'm dead. Huh? Oh, well, it was it was a beat-up old camera anyway. Okay, run away. Yes, sir. All righty. What's the matter, Rocco? You get work over? Uh, shut up. Who's in the dark room? Nobody. Anybody in there? I guess not. Uh, hiya, Rocco. Where'd you get the black eye? Hiya, bud. Where'd you get it? Come on to the dark room with me. Okay. Got another scoop? Lock it. Yeah, maybe I have. Who smacked you? Biggie, I think. Where's the scoop? Oh, oh, here. You say it again? Say what? Uh, set the timer there. Thirteen and eight. Yeah. I've seen them again. They're digging a hole in the river. How's the time? I can't see in the dark. You mean the tunnel? Uh, yeah, this uh, this fellow got a taxi or whatever it is, and they're hauling him up with a bullet. Holy. Yeah, and my friend, the Lenslau, steps in front of me, and I just say it, and pop, I get a clout on the knob. And I fall down, and I press the thing as I fall down. The rope breaks on the bullet, and the guy falls back in the drink. And they jump on my camera. You mean you got a shot of the man falling, Rocco? Why, you did if that character ain't smeared all over the film. There. It's cooking up. You can get it in the hypo. Yeah, wrench it first. I hope that's hypo. I turn on the white light? Uh, a minute. Okay. Look at that. Yeah, that's fine, Rocco. Terrific. Wait a minute. Hey, me. Tell you what. Where's your guy? What guy? Your lens lost. It was standing in front of you. Huh? Yeah. Hey. Hey, look here. Uh, wait till I get the front of the light. <laughs> you see? Uh, look here. I don't see. You see? Uh, there's his head. See? Huh? You see his hat? See? There's an arm, see? Well, yeah, but... He's there. You pay me. Yeah, he's there, all right. But why do you suppose you can see right through him?
you know what? I took this here negative over to Kinsey Grill one night where I knowed I'd meet Vicky Wallenstein, and I walked in with it. Him and Ori Parks is getting at the table organizing some beer. I just walked over and sat down. I said, look, I want to show you something. I ain't mad, see. I just want to prove something. I just want to prove I never hollered 13 and 8 for nothing. I want you to see this here, I said. Well, see what happens when you're an all right guy? By 11 o'clock, I'm full of free beer. The biggie Wallenstein offered to leave me hit him in the nose. And Ori Parks is all for going over to the office and getting his camera so I can jump on it. <laughs> I mean, they're sorry. And the only one thing that bothers none of us is why is the guy so you can see through him? And then Biggie Wallenstein pretty near scared the beer out of me. Maybe the guy is a ghost, Rocco. Well, you know what? I am out on the thing with Buzz the next afternoon. Who is there also? The Biggie Wallenstein. He gives me a big hello. I give him one. Yeah, we're pals, see? Now, we're standing alongside each other, lining up a shop. He borrows a flash bulb from me, uh, just to show we're brothers and things. Then he grins at me, and he says, Now, don't holler, Rocco. And I say, Why should I holler? There ain't anybody here but us chickens. And he laughs. And so we line up our shots so they won't be too much alike. And it's a shot of a coal shed where they found $34,000 in $20 bills. Then I'm squinting with my bum eye through the wire thing, and all of a sudden... 13 and 8! And I pretty near drop my camera as I butt the stand and high jump record. And listen, there wasn't anybody there at all. Nobody but me and Biggie. I seen him, I tell you, Rocco. I did too see him. Yeah, crazy. He was standing right there in front of us both. Well, where'd he go then? I don't know. Listen, bud, you wouldn't be pulling a gag on your pal, would you? Me? Yeah, you. I seen him, Rocco. Just because you think I pulled a gag on you a couple of times? Oh, so it was a gag, huh? Listen, you are... I knew you would pull a gag. I'll bust your neck off. I'll smack you down. Away from there, I ain't talking to you. Now listen, Biggie. You... you what? You did. You have. You are? Holy. Yeah. You know what? He's got a picture of that guy on his pillow. And you can see right through him. Where's Rocco? Hey, Rocco. 
Yeah, what do you want? Come on. Oh, Buzz. <laughs> hey, what's cooking? The killer car did it again. Huh? The killer car. You know, the street car. Ran off the tracks on the south side and killed the mailman. Come on, Trumbull wants pictures. Oh, my goodness. Here we go again. Come on. What's he want pictures of it now for? The fun's all over. Come on, come on, come on. He gave me taxi money. Oh, oh well, in that case, if we ride, I... <laughs> Wasn't nothing very much. Three car block in the street, it snows up on the sidewalk. Didn't bother it a bit. I got me four or five shots the art department could paint up with dotted lines and X's and stuff. And Buzz, he got a lot of stuff from the people that seen it. Then pretty soon Biggie Wallenstein come up. Buzz is listening to the barber tell how he was giving some old guy a shampoo and he heard bungle, bungle, bungle and the mailman comes sailing through the window scattering poster cards all over the shop. And I'm sitting on the curb drinking a bottle of ale and writing down names. Got any good shots, Rocco? Yeah, regular stuff. Hey, uh, that picture. I don't want to talk about it. Leave me show it to you. No. Yeah. Look. I made a print. Listen, Biggie. What do you suppose this is? I don't know, but it scares me. Good. Did you see anybody here? No. You think you and me is nuts? You know what? I wouldn't take no bets on it, Rock. What'd they say over the paper? I told them it was a double exposure. Wasn't, though. You know it wasn't. Hey, you... You think we're haunted? I wouldn't bet on that either. Hey, look. What? He's a lot cleaner in your picture. I noticed it. Can't, can't quite see his push, though. No, but there's something awful familiar about him. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, put it away, quick. Well, what's Rocco, that? Get close up of the front of the car, will you, with the number and everything? Ah, uh, what for? I want it. Ah! Trumbull wants it, too. Oh, well. Oh, hi, Biggie. Hi, Bryce. How's it? All right. Hurry up, Rock. I want to get back. Uh, you find out something I don't know, Buzz? Nah. I'll meet my girl. Oh. <laughs> Thirteen and eight. What? Hey, Biggie. Come quick. That guy again. He's under the front of the car. And he's dead. Come on, Buzz. I'm just going in the dark room. It's Trumbull. Oh. Yeah, Mr. Trumbull. Yes, sir. Well, Buzz is right there with you, ain't he? Uh, he can tell you. Uh, no, sir, I ain't developed it yet. Well, I, I know. Well, no, sir, I, I sure thought there was somebody under that car when I was taking a picture. And, and when we went back... No, that's right. I couldn't see anybody either, but I'd have swore that. Well, I don't know. Well, I'm going to cook the film right now. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir, I'll call you as soon as I get developed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Hey, anybody in the dark room? Now a word from our writer-director, Willis Cooper. 
You couldn't possibly have recognized yourself or anybody you ever knew living or dead in 13 and 8 because I invented them all myself. And any resemblance to anybody else is an amazing coincidence. Quiet, please, next week is called How Beautiful Upon the Mountain. And so until next week at the same time, I am quietly yours, Ernest Chapel. Quiet, please, comes to you from New York. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.